What's good, everybody? We're back. The Detroiter, Motor City, Minton State. If you can tell, if you're watching, if you're listening, we're in the same boat. Whew. Hasn't gotten an ounce better. Felt pretty good waking up. I still feel pretty good. Um, but as far as like the congestion goes, felt pretty good this morning. Kind of could breathe. I was going, all right. So that shit we did yesterday, it worked a little bit. A little sleep helps, huh? Had an apple, we're good. Keeps the doctor away. Right back to square one here. We're going to battle again. We're going to have another one today. We're going to have another pod that we battle through. This brain's going to churn. We're going to think of some points that make sense as we battle through. And um, hopefully tomorrow we wake up. No sniffles, no cough, um, no nothing here, no congestion, right? Not the Hoover fucking dam right here. That's not going to happen ideally. So we'll see what happens, but I'm still here. I'm still fighting. I'm ready to deliver the news. In today's coverage, Lamar Jackson is the Bermuda Triangle of quarterback contracts. What exactly has the Ravens starter done to just be shunned, seemingly, by a majority of the league? Also, at 5 p.m., that's not a bad one-man newscast. Lamar, we have to talk about it. It doesn't make any sense. This, I think, is the the biggest story in sports right now, I believe. Right. Um, it really and I get it. It's not necessarily Detroit related, but there's a Detroit angle to it, or at least one that I'm interested in, one that I think it'd be pretty fun to talk about. How is Lamar Jackson? Honestly, how is that has no one made an offer to this point? But how are teams just publicly stating that they're out? How is that? How is that a thing? How are teams who need a quarterback out on Lamar Jackson before they even they don't want to talk to him? They don't want to even begin to negotiate. They don't want to ask him a fucking question. Nothing. They're just out. It's all good. Thirty two and a half million. No, no, that's that's plenty too much. Daniel Jones just got 40, though. What are we doing? What is that? That doesn't make any sense. A lot of people running around Twitter saying collusion, right? The owners. Um, the agents, they want to stick it to Lamar Jackson. The agents, because he doesn't have an agent. So if this guy can go out and get $50 million, what the fuck do we do here, right? Agents fearing for their lives. That makes some sense. The owners, uh, they just don't want to pay anybody $50 million. They'd like that to go right into their personal investment pool. They don't want to pay anybody 50 mil. They don't want to pay a quarterback 50 mil. And I'm sure um, some of it is Lamar takes 50 or whatever he would want. The next guy asks for five more than that. The next guy, they see the trend. They know where this is going. It doesn't make as much sense for me that the owners are kind of staying pat on this because th- this is what's going to happen. This is it. This is what's about to happen. Deshaun Watson, I got the list. Highest paid quarterbacks by cap hit in the NFL. Deshaun Watson makes $55 million. Deshaun Watson is the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. That makes no sense. How the fuck is Deshaun Watson the highest paid guy in the league? He makes $55 million. Patrick Mahomes doesn't get paid as much as him. He does get paid a lot. He gets paid a metric dick ton. He makes $50 million, so five less. But he's Patrick Mahomes. He's got a second Super Bowl. He's a cheat code. He throws the ball looking like an owl. He uses his left hand, his right hand. He's got a cannon. It doesn't matter. He played on the ankle. He's Patrick Mahomes. Give him the $50 million. He's deserved it. 
He's won already two Super Bowls. He's entering his prime. Absolutely pay that man. Fair enough. Dak Prescott, also about $50 million. I don't know if he's won a playoff game. I don't believe he has. Um, or at least he certainly never made it to the NFC or won an NFC championship. Um, also a guy who's had his struggles with injuries, right? Also a guy who a big part of his game is relying on his legs. He makes $50 million. Is Dak Prescott better than Lamar Jackson? I don't know. I'd probably take Lamar. Let's go to Josh Allen. Another guy. All right, fine. 40 million. All right, fine. He earned it. He deserves it. All right. Josh Allen is absurd. I will give you that. Josh Allen runs. He can throw. He's built like a tight end. I understand. The Bills have had some good teams. Obviously, they haven't quite been able to get over the hump and appear in a Super Bowl, but they're still in their window. And as long as Josh Allen is their quarterback, that window will remain open. $40 million, the fourth highest paid quarterback in the league. I'd have him over Dak. I'd have him over Deshaun. He's probably a little underpaid. So let's think about this for one moment. Let's think about this for one moment. Looking at the market that has already been set, like if you're coming at, you're approaching this Lamar Jackson situation as an NFL GM that doesn't have one of the four quarterbacks we just named, you're approaching this Lamar Jackson situation. You look at Josh Allen. He makes $40 million a year. I don't know what Lamar's asking for. I don't know if Lamar's saying 60 or 65. I don't know what exactly he's trying to get. I would imagine he's probably trying to get 40 or more for like five, six years for a long ass time. I would imagine he's probably trying to make a quarter million dollars and I don't blame him one bit. Wouldn't you do the same? If you had this one moment in your life, this one opportunity to make an obscene amount of money, it doesn't matter what city in the country, you got to spend seven years, you got to play football, and you are going to make an ungodly amount of cash. This is your one shot. Wouldn't you want to cash that in? Wouldn't you want to for its most or as much as you can possibly get? And when you look around and you look at your peers, if you're Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson making how much? Yeah, give me $60 million. Deshaun Watson making what, brother? Yeah, give me $60 million. I don't know if that's what he's asking for. Now, he shouldn't be able to say that about Patrick Mahomes. I don't even know if he should be allowed to look at Josh Allen and say he's making what. But a couple of these guys, Dak Prescott, Deshaun Watson, I would understand if Lamar Jackson looks and goes, why the fuck would they get paid more than I am? Fair enough. And if you're approaching this from the perspective of a GM, Josh Allen is the fourth highest paid quarterback. God, my nose is stuffed. In the NFL, didn't Kyler Murray just sign an enormous deal? Actually, let me look at that. Anyways, according to this list I'm looking to, Josh Allen is the fourth highest paid quarterback in the NFL. Okay, in 2023, oh, he only carries a $16 million cap hit. Oh, but he got a fuck ton of it up front. Okay, that makes sense. Well, we're going off cap hits, so it is what it is. Josh Allen's the fourth highest paid quarterback in the NFL. If you look at the other three guys up there, he's probably better than two of them. I think if I started a team right now, if I was a fan, I would prefer Josh Allen to quarterback my team over both Dak Prescott and Deshaun Watson, and I think that's right. Obviously, people are entitled to their own opinions. Cowboys fans will think otherwise. Browns fans, absolutely, will think otherwise. They just fucking brought the guy in. Of course, they're not going to turn their back on him. I get it. But everybody else, they're taking Josh Allen. 
That's it. It's just how it is. They are. And they'd be right to do so. He's better than both of those guys. You have him on a deal right now. He's making $40 million. When that contract came up and the Bills had to fork over the cash, because what the fuck else are you going to do? You're the Buffalo Bills. You let Josh Allen walk. Those people would burn Ralph Wilson to the ground. Buffalo, the four falls or the five falls, however many fucking falls. And then you bring in Josh Allen and you get a little taste. Buffalo football's back. It's snow and it's miserable. All they do is eat hot wings and watch football up there. You're going to give them a little bit of a taste with a guy like Josh Allen, just a piece of pure electricity. And then you bring in Stefan Diggs. And when it comes time to put your big boy pants on and bring the briefcase full of cash, you're going to pussy out. There's no chance the Buffalo Bills organization had even that thought. That thought couldn't even enter their brain. They were probably fucking pissed. Whoever owns the builds, God damn it, dude. He's thinking, I can't go on vacation vacation more than eight times this year. That's fucked up. He was probably pissed. But when, it, when it's all said and done, you get him for the 40 mil, and here we are however many years later, and Josh Allen making 40 mil as the fourth highest paid QB in the NFL by cap hit, that's a bargain for the Buffalo Bills. Do you understand? So if you were an NFL GM and you were to come in to this Lamar Jackson situation and try to negotiate, you could go, look at Josh Allen makes 40. You think you're better than Josh Allen? You think you're that? We'll give you 45. If you want to get crazy, we'll give you $50 million a year. We'll put you there with Pat Mahomes. We're not going to give you 60 because Watson makes 50. We're just not going to do that. We're not going to pay you more than Patrick Mahomes. I would assume Lamar Jackson, $50 million a year for five, six, seven years, however long. He's probably... Not saying no to $300 million or whatever it would come out to be. That might seem steep at the time. The Ravens ownership, he might be the, who's the arts. It's art something, right? He might Arthur Smith. Now that's, that's the Atlanta guy. Or is it, is it Arthur Smith? Is it Arthur? I don't know. Anyways, he would be salty when they fork over the contract. He would be salty signing his name on a dotted line that says one of his employees is going to make $50 million a year. He'd be upset. But two years from now, three years from now, Steve Biscotti, Biscot, Steve Biscot. Um, how do you get rich? Anyways, Allegis Group, Aerotech, he's the guy who owns the Baltimore Ravens. You'd have trouble forking over or signing on the dotted line initially, but you let two years go by. You let three years go by, that $50 million, he's going to all of a sudden be the fifth, sixth highest paid quarterback in the NFL. And he's going to, you're going to be looking up at some of the people ahead of him and going, dude, that steal, steal Lamar Jackson, $50 million a year to show the day you put pen to paper, you're going to be able to look at that contract and go, dude, he, he Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson makes more than this guy. And the fact that, again, I don't know how stiff the negotiation would be. I don't know. 50 million is Lamar immediately saying yes. 40, 45 is Lamar in. I don't know what his number is. He's making about 32 and a half on the franchise franchise tag right now. So I'd assume it's north of 35. I assume it's at least 40 that Lamar's looking for. And I think that's a fair number. And if you're a, a GM in the NFL and you don't have a quarterback, and very few teams do, very few teams do, let alone to the level of Lamar Jackson. How the fuck are you not jumping in with an offer immediately, let alone 
How are you ruling out even making an offer at all? How is that a possibility for your organization? It makes no sense. Look at these guys. Matt Ryan makes $35 million. Kirk Cousins, 36 Tannehill, 36 Brady's making 35 Look at all of these guys. Lamar Jackson on the tag makes $1.5 million more than Jared Goff. Jared Goff had a great season. Jared Goff was pretty good this year. Do I like Jared Goff over Lamar Jackson? I absolutely do not. Do I like any of those next three guys, any of those next four guys, Tom Brady this last year, Ryan Cousins, Tannehill? I don't like one of those guys more than Lamar Jackson. They all get paid more than him. I understand he's a little injury prone. You got to tell him. You got to bang it home. You got to get down when you run. You can't run so much. We need you to make throws. He's going to have to because what makes Lamar Jackson great is the fact that he can take off and do crazy fucking things. I saw a thread. I saw a thread. I believe it was by Warren Sharp saying that the Baltimore Ravens in the last four years, since they got Lamar Jackson, they have been the number one cheapest team in the NFL when it comes to spending on offense. In that same time frame, they have been the number two cheapest team when it comes to spending on their wide receiving core. That is unbelievable. What Lamar Jackson has done, the name that he has made for himself, and they were the cheapest team in the league when it came to getting him help for four straight years. They were the cheap, second cheapest team in the league when it came to getting him guys who could get open a little bit, who could catch a football. What? That is unbelievable. That's unbelievable. Why does it say Aaron Rodgers makes 31, but Aaron Rodgers is getting 50 mil next year? That doesn't make any sense. Um, Anyways. This guy's four seasons in Baltimore. 14 and two as a rookie, number one seed in the AFC. That's unbelievable. Next year, 11 and 5, fifth seed. Good season. Next year, they were the three seed in the AFC, eight and three before he got injured. And then this past season, eight and four before he got injured. Same deal, third seed in the AFC. Okay, the two injuries, fine. But you know what he can do when he plays. You know he's better than whoever the fuck you got. And this is the other thing. This is a crazy thought that nobody's mentioned. Okay, let's say Lamar Jackson gets hurt, right? Let's say Lamar Jackson, you go eight and three and he gets injured and you got to limp your way into the playoffs. He's done for the year. Half of these teams, half of these teams, Lamar Jackson giving them a season where he puts them on the fucking doorstep of a playoff appearance and then being done, that'd be the best season that they've had in years. If he could do it four times in a row, That might be the best run in their franchise's history. Lamar Jackson will get you there. Go find a decent backup and maybe win a game or two when the playoffs come around. Go find your Nick Foles, and who knows what could happen. Lamar's going to get you there. You try to figure something out once you're there. That would be more productive than what half of the teams in the NFL have done. That'd be more productive than anything the Detroit Lions have ever done. If we could do a four this past four-year span – that the Ravens just had with Lamar Jackson, cheapest team in the NFL, spending on the offense, second cheapest, spending on wide receivers. 
four straight playoff appearances. If you could do that for the Detroit Lions, that would be the best four years in the franchise's history, and it wouldn't even be close. And there are a lot of fucking teams around this league where that'd be true for them. And there are a lot of teams even more where regardless of history, the way they're sitting right now, the guy that they got taking snaps right now, they are looking dead in the eyes of four straight years or more of not even sniffing the playoffs. There's a lot of teams in the league that don't have good quarterback play, that really don't. Uh, most of the teams don't. And even the ones that do, pretty much all of them, you could still upgrade. Outside of Joe Burrow, outside of Pat Mahomes, outside of Josh Allen, outside of Jalen Hurts, outside of those four guys, is there anyone in the league where it's, this dude's unbelievable? Lamar Jackson might be that next guy. He really might be. Jared Goff, we just talked about him. He's making $31 million a year. Had a good season this year in Detroit. Absolutely did. Nobody can take that away from him. Do I think Jared Goff is irreplaceable? Do I think Jared Goff's better than Lamar Jackson? Do I think Jared Goff is a guy who can go out and single-handedly win you a game? Not really. And I love Jared. He was unreal. But why was Jared Goff great? Because the Lions, we had an unbelievable offensive line. Ben Johnson was a mastermind. We had good running back play. We had great wide receiver play. Boom. We spent. We surrounded him. Jared Goff pulled up and goes, this is the best offense that I've ever played with. We've got the best play caller I've ever played with. We have the best offensive line I've ever played with. We have guys who can make plays. Jamison Williams, one of our first-round draft picks. The guy's hardly played. We don't even use the guy. Can you imagine what will happen next year? Now picture that, but it's Lamar Jackson. Picture that offensive line, but it's Lamar Jackson. Picture Jamar or Lamar Jackson, Jamar, Lamar Jackson thrown to Jamison Williams. Picture Lamar Jackson and Alan Rossi Brown. Picture Lamar Jackson and DeAndre Swift or, by God, Bijan Robinson in that backfield. Picture the weapons, the absolute fucking fear that would exist in the Detroit Lions backfield. And I'm just using them as an example. We had a great offense this year. The reason the Lions won nine games was because of the offense. And what I just described by adding a Lamar Jackson, you could upgrade that so much. There are a lot of teams who are a lot worse than the Detroit Lions at scoring points this year, and they're not even interested. That doesn't make any sense on earth. That makes absolutely none. I just don't get it. If you're an owner, I get it. You want to, like, I, I get the initial thought of like, oh, stick it to them. We can't keep paying these guys a million bucks. Okay, a million bucks, 50 million bucks. Okay, brother, don't you want to win though? Isn't this, you own a sports team because you're competitive. You own an NFL football team in the city of Baltimore because you want to win a Super Bowl, right? Isn't that the whole thing? You're going to look back at this deal you make three years from now and realize, holy shit, I can't believe I waited so long. You're going to look back in three years like a fucking genius. Look at the, what the Browns gave to Sean Watson. The New York Giants. The New York Giants. The New York Giants. They just gave Daniel Jones $40 million a year. The New York Giants just gave Daniel Jones 40 mil. I think 200 total. 
Daniel Jones is fine. He's Jared Goff. They're the same fucking guy. He's fine. He's pretty good. You give him a good running back, good wide receivers, good offensive line play, a good play caller. Yeah, he'll do the thing for you. He'll get you 10 wins. He'll get you to the playoffs. Is he going to win the Super Bowl? Probably not. But he'll get you there, and that sells tickets, and that sells jerseys, and people are happy, and only one team can win anyway, so what's the big deal uh, after all? Daniel Jones is getting $40 million, and you're sweating about giving Lamar Jackson 50 Joe Burrow's going to be a free agent one day. What the fuck do you think he's going to get? You're nuts if you don't think he'll be the highest paid quarterback in the league. Jalen Hurts is going to be a free agent one day. Trevor Lawrence will be a free agent someday. All of those guys. None of which. Maybe Joe, yeah, probably Joe Burrow. Maybe Jalen Hurts. But those are the two of the top four quarterbacks in the NFL we just listed. Trevor Lawrence, damn, he's no Lamar Jackson. He's going to ask for an obscene quantity of cash. He will. You're going to get him on a bargain, and there's teams that don't even want to hear him out. I don't understand. That said, I'm going to look up these teams. We're going to go down the list. Does it make a, a iota of sense or not? And then I want to spend a couple minutes talking about I mean, I guess I kind of did the Lions. Like, I don't think it makes total sense. But you heard what I said. That sounded pretty fucking great. No? Lamar Jackson, Jamison Williams? <laughs> They're touchdown Lions. I mean, we have the best quarterback in the NFC. He plays for Detroit. And we've got a roster. I don't know. It's something to think about. Lamar Jackson in Detroit, too. It's a beautiful marriage. It's something. We'll take a quick break and we'll get back to it. So I can't find the team specifically that are uninterested in Lamar Jackson. It's just is reportedly multiple teams are uninterested, whatever the fuck that means. So here's what we're going to do anyway. We're going to go down every team in the NFL. I'm going to say, who's their quarterback? We're going to say Lamar Jackson's better than him. And then we're going to move on to the next NFL team. And I get it, right? If you wanted to make an offer at him, the Ravens would then have a chance to match. And if you ended up signing him, you have to give up your first round pick this year. And your first round pick next year. We'll get to that when we talk to talk about him potentially with the Lions. Let's do the NFL teams though. Arizona Cardinals, Cardinals, excuse me. Kyler Murray just gave him an, an unreasonable amount of money. Um, I'll have Lamar Jackson. Next one, Atlanta Falcons. Who who do they get? Ritter? Yep, absolutely. Lamar Jackson. Panthers. Darnold? I don't even know. Lamar Jackson. Chicago Bears. Fields. I do like Fields. Um, I think Fields will be good. I would say fields on the fields on the rookie contract, but that only makes sense if you're going to win anything. And the Bears ain't winning shit next year at the very least. And then you're going to have to pay fields regardless because he is pretty good and he's going to want his money. So Lamar Jackson, Dallas Cowboys, Lamar Jackson, Detroit Lions, love you, Goff. You're my man. You played great. Let's make it even better next year. But Lamar Jackson, Green Bay Packers, whether it's Rodgers, whether it's Love, Lamar Jackson, Rams, Staffy, he got his ring. He can ride off into the sunset and into the Hall of Fame. Lamar Jackson, Minnesota, Kirk Cousins, Lamar, Saints, Derek Carr, Lamar, Daniel Jones, he just got paid $40 million a year. Lamar, Philadelphia Eagles, Jalen Hurts. I'll go Jalen Hurts. We'll go Jalen Hurts. That's one. It's 32 teams in the league. That's one that I'd rather have their QB than Lamar Jackson. San Francisco 49ers. Is that Jimmy Garoppolo? Is that uh, – what's his face? Brock Purdy? Is that the third stringer, McCaffrey, whoever? Doesn't matter. Lamar Jackson. Seattle Seahawks, Geno Smith, bag of money. 
another guy that just got paid. Like you gotta, you gotta think about this reasonably. If you're an NFL owner, you don't want to pay him the money. Geno Smith just got paid. No disrespect. Good for Geno. He was great this year. He killed the Lions. Happy is he made his money and he made the comeback, but he just got paid. Of course, you you got to pay Lamar Jackson. Tampa Bay, Tom Brady, whoever the fuck the backup is, Lamar Jackson. Washington, is that Heineke? Lamar Jackson, dude. Come on now. The Ravens, Lamar Jackson over whoever the fuck else they're going to try and go get. Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen. This is an interesting one. This one, I'll hear Josh Allen. I'll be I'll live with that. But I just saw something else on Twitter since the year 1966, the start of the Super Bowl era, the four winningest quarterbacks in NFL history, highest win percentages that is, Pat Mahomes, Tom Brady, Roger Staubach, Lamar Jackson is the fourth highest winning rate-wise quarterback since the Super Bowl began. That's fucking nuts. So you can take Josh Allen. I won't argue with you. you. I'll understand. I love Josh Allen too. If you said Lamar Jackson, fair enough. But we'll give that to you. Two quarterbacks now. Two quarterbacks I'd rather have than Lamar. And I guess Josh Allen, you're probably thinking, oh, man, he only makes $40 Josh Allen's on a deal. That makes sense, Josh Allen. Cincinnati Bengals, Joe Burrow. Fine, we'll give you Joe Burrow. That's three quarterbacks. Cleveland Browns, Deshaun Watson makes $55 million a year. I'd rather have Lamar Jackson. The Denver Broncos, they got Russell Wilson. They just traded away the fucking franchise. They almost traded away the stadium. They almost gave him John Elway's veneers. They gave everything for Russell Wilson. He fucking stinks. I'd rather have Lamar Jackson, and the Ravens don't want to pay him. The Denver Broncos, who I think for long have been thought about as like a pretty good franchise, right? John Elway, he knows what he's doing. They got the Super Bowls. People respect the Denver Broncos. Look at what they just fucking did to go get Russell Wilson. Look at what they gave away. Look at what they sacrificed for Russell Wilson. And that guy stinks. They sacrificed to trade for him, and then they gave up the future to pay him. And he's horrible. And he's absolutely terrible. They're a team who should be looking at Anthony Richardson or one of the quarterbacks in this year's draft. And they just committed the next four or five years to Russell Wilson. And you're the Baltimore fucking Ravens. And you don't want to pay Lamar Jackson. Just call John Elway. Whoever the owner of the Stan Biscotti or whatever his name is, just call John Elway. How, what was it like being the GM of the Broncos this year? What was the vibe at Mile High? How'd the fans react to doing all that for us and then being absolutely fucking atrocious? How'd, how, how'd that go? And now go and compare that to the last four years where you've been in the playoffs every year. Look at the numbers. Look at the ticket sales. Look at the jersey sales. Look at the beer sales. Look at how fans, you know, how much merch are they buying? How active are they? How excited are they about the team? Look at the morale of the fan base. Are you sure? Are you sure? Based on everything John Elway is going to tell you. Because if he's being truthful, he's going to tell you it was fucking terrible. And if he says it was good, he's a liar. You couldn't have trusted him anyway. Move on to the next GM. He's going to tell you it's the worst. And you're sitting there thinking about resigning Lamar Jackson. Think about what the Denver Broncos just did. Listen, we've gone through like 19, 20 teams. Almost all of them. Almost all of them. Worst quarterback play than Lamar Jackson with the Baltimore Ravens. Almost all of them. Okay? And then think about what a team like the Denver Broncos just did, and you don't want to pay Lamar Jackson. Houston Texans. I don't know who their quarterback even is. Lamar Jackson. Indianapolis Colts. Would that be Matt Ryan? Lamar Jackson. Jacksonville Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence, a guy I mentioned, had a pretty good year this year. Bounce back. They made the playoffs late. Um, He's going to get paid pretty shortly here. Lamar Jackson. 
Kansas City Chiefs, Pat Mahomes will give you that. That's four total quarterbacks. That is four total quarterbacks I'd prefer to have over Lamar Jackson. The Las Vegas Raiders, they just got rid of Derek Carr. Not really sure what their plan is. Resigned Marcus Mariota for the third time. Lamar Jackson, the Los Angeles Chargers, Justin Herbert, another guy who's going to get paid a boatload, another guy everybody rants and raves about. What the fuck has Justin Herbert done? Lamar Jackson, the Miami Dolphins. Everybody told me all year how great the offense is, how great Mike McDaniel is, how good Tua Tagovailoa is. He's going to want to get paid soon too. Lamar Jackson. The Patriots, Mac Jones, he's the future. Lamar Jackson. The New York Jacks, Zach Wilson, they spent that draft capital on him. He's got to be the guy, right? Lamar Jackson. Pittsburgh Steelers, another proud franchise. Another franchise that you deem as being pretty respectable, being really good. They took Kenny Pickett. Didn't really watch a ton of Steelers games. I know they stink. Um, they got that great defense. Maybe Kenny Pickett's the man. Maybe he's the future. Not really sure. But I think if you asked Mike Tomlin right now, could you get your hands on Lamar Jackson? If the GM gave you the go-ahead, do you want Lamar Jackson on the football team? He would get on his knees and unzip your Lamar Jackson. Tennessee Titans. Who do they have? Tannehill? Lamar Jackson. And he's getting paid. Four quarterbacks. Four quarterbacks, I won't argue with you. And one of them, I probably could. Four quarterbacks, you'd rather have over Lamar Jackson. Doesn't make a lick of sense. Doesn't make a lick of sense. And some of those teams, like the Lions, we got pretty good quarterback play, right? Could be a lot worse. A lot of those teams, what the fuck are you waiting around for? Look at what the Denver Broncos just did. What the fuck are you waiting around for? You're the Atlanta Falcons? Bro, Desmond Ritter? Come on. It's Lamar Jackson in a city like Atlanta. That's the other thing, too. That's the interesting about the Lions. Dude, him in Detroit. Lamar in Detroit would go fucking crazy, bro. That would go fucking bonkers. Lamar Jackson heading up the Detroit Lions for the next four or five years. While they're entering their Super Bowl window for the first time in the franchise's history. Come on, dog. Come on. Think about that for one second, bro. Think about that. Now, the funny thing is, the funny thing is about all of this, right? I think I've hammered the point home. It's crazy that these teams not only haven't made them offers, but are just playing out on them. That doesn't make any sense. I've driven the point home. But look at the Lions. Like, let's just talk about the Cats for a second. We just went 9-8. and eight. Um, I know the Vikings won the NFC North. Week 17, give me the Lions over anybody in our division. Um, I think we're a team, if we had made the playoffs, nobody would have wanted to see us. We had a very good offense. I would assume it was like a top five, at least top ten offense in the NFL by all metrics. Jared Goff was very good. The quarterback play was very good. There were maybe two games where he was bad and, you know, maybe three, right? There were not many games where Jared Goff was bad. He was pretty fucking good for most of the year. Our future's bright. We've got a good offensive line. We've got all kinds of weapons. The defense we're building. Things look good, right? If it's not broken, don't fix it, right? I still am intrigued at the idea of Lamar Jackson. Like that alone, there there can be no stronger argument than like we're in a pretty good spot as the Lions for the first time ever. We'll see what happens, you know, we'll see what happens in 2023, but we're in a pretty good fucking spot. And I would still heavily, 
heavily, heavily consider whether or not we want to make a move for Lamar Jackson if I was Brad Holmes. Now, the thing for me with the Lions, um, you know, that would make me hesitant about going and getting a Lamar Jackson isn't really the cap, isn't really the money. Because like I said, you're going to have to do that at some point. And the odds, everybody get your quarterback on a rookie contract. Look, Pat Mahomes made, makes 50 mil. He just won the Super Bowl. And the odds of you timing up a very good roster, a very good team and coaching staff with a quarterback who's in his rookie contract, who's ready to win a Super Bowl, the odds of that happening are very, very low. You're going to have to pay a quarterback a lot of money at some point. Now, whether that's Jared Goff in two more years, I think he's got two more years under contract, or whether you take, let's somehow Bryce Young falls to you and four years from now you got to pay him. Whatever the case is, at some point in the next few years, you're going to have to pay a quarterback a lot of fucking money. Okay? There are your three options. Either ride out Goff, right? And then when he wants to get re-signed, if he keeps playing well, I would have, why would Jerry Goff not want more money? Why would he not want 40 mil? He's playing well, maybe more. Why not? Why would he not want more money? Or you take a high draft pick who, if all things go according to plan, he wants more. He wants $60 million when he's a free agent. Or you have a bona fide guy that you know moves the meter, that you know can run the show in the NFL. Yes, he's gotten injured a couple times now. Yes, you got to figure something out. Yes, maybe he throws dog water fucking interceptions. He's better than all but four quarterbacks in the entire fucking league, and you know how hard, how hard those are to find. I think it's an interesting prospect. Now, the issue would be the cap space. Having that golf contract and whatever you paid Lamar on the books at the same time for – two years, that would be a bit of a problem, right? That would be an issue. That's going to really make it tough to improve that defense and open up this window quickly. That's what fucks the lines though. You know what I mean? Like think about how many things are going wrong. The lot we're already kind of winning. We already got something figured out, right? We don't need to get a quarterback right now. Like we're pretty set up. If we do get a quarterback now, our cap space is fucked and we can't build a better team to hopefully get it. Like there's a lot of things working against the Lions and I'd still maybe think about finding a way to get it done, right? I understand that cap space would fuck us as far as upgrading the defense, keeping the offensive line firm, um, re-signing weapons. I understand. And look, the Ravens didn't give him any help. If we, if we brought him in, I'd hope the Lions' attitude towards it was we're going to make this a better place than Baltimore was. We're going to give you help. We're going to get you wide receivers. We're going to make your job as easy as we possibly can. I would hope that's the attitude if you spend and you trade for a guy like Lamar. But on top of both of those, giving up the 18th overall pick and giving up next year's pick in the first round, that's that's tough. Because, look, we're going to upgrade immediately in free agency. We're going to spend some of that cap money, and we're going to go get guys that are going to be at Ford Field opening night making plays to win the football game. We're going to have a first-round draft. We're going to have two first-round draft picks this year, I think sixth overall and 18th overall, both of whom, if we're doing the things right, should be the guy. Should be the guy. Should be the guy. Or two guys that immediately come in and help you. And the first round pick next year, it's a first round pick. That's going to be a guy who's going to come in and help us immediately. And that could be a guy who's coming in to help us immediately while we are trying to win the Super Bowl. While the season 2024 is all out 
win the fucking Super Bowl. That first round pick, that could be a crucial piece to that potentially happening. All of that added up. That's what makes it tough to say yes on a guy like Lamar Jackson. But even in that case, like even being a team where it doesn't really make sense, like actually one of the teams where it doesn't really make sense, I still, he's so fucking good. I still am like, yeah, but it's Lamar Jackson. Like, right? You know what I mean? He's that good. And there are teams like the Packers. Why not? I guess you have Rodgers. You got to get rid of him. But the Packers, the Vikings paid their guy. The Browns paid their guy. Like, there's guys that are paid that stink. Kirk Cousins doesn't stink. But, like, the Falcons, the Panthers. How are you not – how? How are you guys not interested? The Broncos fucked themselves. Houston. Indy just paid Matt Ryan. The Rams got Stafford. Jags. Let Trevor walk. The Jags, you let Trevor walk. The Saints, you just went and got Derek Carr. Like the Raiders, all of these teams, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? The Giants, you just paid Daniel Jones. Now, they signed the dotted line before they knew this would be the case, so that sucks for them. You can't fault them. The Chargers, Herbert's going to want a ton of money too. Just go get Lamar Jackson. Like all, so many of these teams, yo, yo, your QB is going to want money too. Just go get. You can go get Lamar right now. You could do it right now. And he's going to be a bargain. And nobody's interested. It's wild. He would be unreal in Detroit, dude. Lamar in Detroit, bro, we'd be on Monday night all the time. We'd be on Sunday night. We'd be a, we'd be a primetime game like five times if we had Lamar Jackson. He'd be on the cover of fucking Madden. We'd be on SportsCenter. Ford Field, see, that's the thing, though. I could play quarterback for the Lions and Ford Field would still sell out every weekend. So it's not, that doesn't even, you could charge more for tickets. Tickets would go for more for sure. You'd maybe be able to host a playoff game, make a little money off that. You'd sell a fuck ton of jerseys. The city of Detroit would be buzzing around Lamar Jackson as a Lion. Lamar Jackson at Motown. Come on, bro. Come on. While we're good, winning games, making the playoffs. Come on, bro. Something to think about. Something to think about. Um, one, one, uh, one last take, or one last, one last little topic tonight. I kind of want to talk. I kind of want to talk just a little bit about March Madness, Michigan, Michigan State, just the mentality where we're at. Just five minutes. That's all. Quick. Break. I've made my decision on March Madness, on the way I'm going to be, on the outlook. We're going to take it easy, guys. It's going to be light. It's going to be fluffy. It's going to be fun. We're in a beautiful spot, though. Michigan, Michigan State. I guess Michigan fans, um, they play today. They Maybe by the time you're listening to this, they already won or lost. If you're a Michigan fan, you're probably pretty butt-clenched right now. Your asshole's probably fucking pinwheel. You know, you're you're in a tough spot. If you win the game, if you make the tournament, maybe Selection Sunday, this mentality kicks in for you. It becomes, all right, let's lay back in cruise time. That's kind of where I'm at with State. And if Michigan does make the tournament, I think that's where Michigan fans got to be. We're both in spots. We're both programs. We're fans of programs. 
that are used to being very good, that are used to expecting to win, that are used to Sweet 16s, Elite 8s, Final 4s being what you're gunning for, right? We're used to like, we're the better team. We're expected to win. We're the bigger program. That's what we're used to. MSU, they'll probably be a seven seed, maybe a six seed. Um, Michigan, if they get in 11, something like that, right? We're both in spots this year where we're playing with house money, baby. We're playing with house fucking money. So I realized I was driving home from work today and I was thinking about that. We're fucking playing with house money. There is no middle, ten- middle Tennessee State. There's no Syracuse. There's no game. Oh, we better fucking win, dude. This is the We got to win this game. What? We're not. This team's not losing to these guys. There's no expectation. These aren't the guys that are supposed to do anything. This isn't the team that was going to bring us this. No, it's none of that. This is just the team. They made the tournament. They're pretty good. When they play well, they're good. They beat they beat good teams. They have good players. When they're on, they're tough to stop, no matter how good you are. Yeah. Both teams, very similar. Both teams, players that when they're cooking, good luck. I don't know. It doesn't matter who you are. Tyson Walker, when he's on, you're toast, pal. Kobe Bufkin, Michigan's going to win games if he plays well. Hunter Dickinson, another one. Jaden Akins, the way he's been. Joey Hauser, Jed Howard. Like, we each got a couple guys where – Dude, if we if they all get if everybody's in sync and it all works that night and it all goes together, we'll probably win games. If that happens, the problem is getting that to happen. But it's a beautiful thing not having expectation. It's a beautiful thing going into this tournament, not worried about, oh, we're not going to get upset, are we? Not worried about, no, this isn't going to be another team that didn't live up to the hype, right? Not worried about, well, we won the Big Ten. We're the two seed. We we better make the final four. None of that. We don't have this or that NBA player. We don't have Michigan. You might. Eh. We don't have the pressure on this guy or that. It's just we're in the tournament. We got some guys. Pressure's off. Go have fun and let's see what the fuck happens. No matter where you play, there's going to be MSU fans there. You keep winning, people are going to get excited. People are going to talk about it. You're going to feel the momentum. You're going to feel unstoppable. Let's see if you can't win one game. And then if you win that, let's see if we can win two games. You win that, let's see. Why not a third? I don't know. That's got to be the vibe. And that's my that's my attitude, both towards the Big Ten tournament that's about to start and March Madness, where it's just like, I'm going to tune in. These games are going to be on the weekends. I'm going to be in a good mood. I'm probably, hopefully, going to be with some Michigan State alumni friends. And I'm going to tune in laid back, right? When the game's going on for two hours, I'm going to be fucking glued. I'm not going to blink for two hours. But when the game ends, if we won, hey, let's celebrate, let's party. I cold ones, and if we lose, shit happens. All right, um, what else you want to do today? That's it. There's no lay in bed all day with this team. There is no holy shit. We're really gonna do it, and then we did it. There is what can we do? Let's find out. Let's find out. Don't we love that underdog role anyway? At least MSU, right? That's part of the thing. The underdogs, people counting you out. It's kind of interesting. We will be the underdog after the first game. We're, we're going to be a seven seed. For an underdog, we're fucking dangerous. For an underdog, there's some people talking about us. For an underdog, we're not a team that anybody really wants to see. And I think Michigan would be the same exact way. Even though Michigan season has been a train wreck, really, borderline at the very best, even though they might miss it if they sneak in and I don't think Michigan's a team anybody really wants to play. I don't think the six seed's going to be psyched if Michigan sneaks into their bracket. Uh Uh-uh. I think Michigan fans, 
when you play games, when you watch that tape, you probably go, at least at the start of all of them, you're sitting there thinking, I think we'll win today. I know we can win today. I know we got a shot to win today. We'll see. Like, it's the same way Michigan State is. There's no expect. There's no we better. There's no white knuckles. It's all right. Loose as a fucking goose. Positive vibes, dude. We're not shooting it well in the first half. We're too good a team to be bad in the second. That's all right. We didn't play well defensively in the first. Tom Izzo will kick some, talk, kick some shit into him in the second. We'll be all right. Let's see what happens. Let's put the guys out there one way or another. Let's have some fun. That's what it's got to be. That's what it's got to be. Um, because, you know, at, at this point of the season, like, there is no, there's no time to get angry. There's no abandoning ship. There is no, well, we should have done, you lost, it's over. What do you mean you should Who cares? Shit's over with. There is no, well, if we just, we got to get better here. The Izzo's got to figure that it's over. It's done. There's no figuring out. There's no chance. It's it. That's it. Now it's just ride or die, positive vibes. Let's see what happens. It's the best way to go about March. Um, and really, you know, most teams, unless you're a top four seed, unless you really believe like this is one of those teams for your school, you should probably be in the same boat. I just think Michigan, Michigan State, we're in a similar vein where, right, we're going to be lower seed. We're not going to be a favorite. Nobody's going to be picking us in the brackets. But we do have a little bit of a confidence about our teams, despite them not being the favorites, despite them not being what we're used to. We still do. We still feel pretty fucking good. But don't expect. Just see. Just know and see. Um, I'm pretty excited. Michigan plays today. MSU plays tomorrow. It's March, baby. I'm excited. Like, it, that's what I'm saying. I think MSU could make a run. They don't have to play till Friday, which is a thing of beauty. Rest those legs. Fucking game plan. It's going to be Purdue, Zach Eady, something. Tanya Harding is that. If you got to do it, like something, fucking something, do it. I don't know. The Gatorade, something. Because he cooked you the last time and he cooked you the time before that. But I think they got it in them. I think Tyson Walker can take over a game. I think Aikens, Hauser, and Walker, when they're all shooting the lights out like they have been, I don't know what you do. I don't know how you stop it. You might score a bunch. We're going to score fucking more. I promise you that. Like, we'll see what happens. When A.J. Hogarth takes care of the ball and makes plays for others, we're pretty – yeah, we're nasty, dude. We're we're a pretty fucking lethal team. You got the one big guy, we got the four small ones. We're pretty good at it. We'll see. Do I expect them to beat Purdue or win the whole thing? No. Am I going to freak out if they don't? No. So I think they can. Sure. And I'll be excited and I'll be there to watch it. All right. That's all I got today, folks. Hope you have a wonderful one. Hope you had a good day. Um, I'll probably be back again tomorrow just talking some random shit. There's not really much sports. Red Wings won today, which sucks. Need them to lose. Um, Tigers, whatever. Pistons, whatever. 15 and 50. Unbelievable. And uh, we talked about the Lions, little Lamar Jackson. Talk of the town in the sports world. The Detroit mascot shirts, by the way, if you've seen them on Instagram, the Amon Ra shirt. We made a Detroit, or a MSU version and a Michigan version. Those go on sale Friday, March 10th, and Saturday, March 11th. Only two days. Thesecondstring.com. So those will be available on Friday. Check that out. Hurry, because if you miss it, I can't help you, and I don't want you to miss it because it's the best thing I think we've done. 50% of the proceeds will go to the Spartan Strong Fund. And I think that's all I got. Have a wonderful, and we'll catch you guys next time. 